you, EBO? Greg Stout is an author of a Seamus Award-winning book. He's got many books. He's a member of the Heartland Writers Guild and the Southeast Missouri Writers Guild and a member of the board of the director for the Missouri Writers Guild. He's got lots of books out, and they're usually along the same line of mysteries. So let's get Greg going here. Good morning, Greg Stout. How you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I'm not sure I can live up to that introduction, but uh, I'm glad to, glad to be here, glad to be talking with you again. Yeah, well, you don't have to live up to it because it's reality. You already did it. <laughs> All right, so Greg, um, you seem to like to write mysteries. I do. Um, I, I watch a lot of them on TV if I can get past the commercials, and uh, it just, it's it's kind of something that keeps, you know, your mind working a little bit and, and draws you into the story um, in a way that uh, a lot of other things don't. You know, everybody every always says, write what you know. So how do you know so much about mysteries other than watching TV? Just have to read a lot of them. You know, you, you, you mentioned in your intro that uh, Seamus Award, mm-hmm. and um, one of the things that happened to me after I won that was that the Private Eye Writers Association came back to me and said, well... Now that you won one of these, how would you like to be a judge? And I said, uh, not really knowing what I was going to get into, I said, sure, why not? And I ended up with 30-some-odd books that uh, I had 10 weeks to read. (laughs) Welcome to my nightmare. Yes, (laughs) I love reading when it's a good book, but not all the books I get are good. So it's like you got to get through them, yeah. That's right. And, And the thing is, they were all good enough for somebody to have published them. Right. But they weren't necessarily, you know, they didn't exactly fit the guidelines. So when it was all done, I think I did completely read 16 of them. I got 19 to go. And I did sort of promise that I would eventually post reviews for all of them. But it's it's taking some time. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for, Mr. Greg. Yes, so ma'am. That's that right true. Now. All right. So obviously everybody knows there was a little movie made in Cape. We won't mention the title because it got quite enough attention while it was here but yours are along that same vein so woman in the wind is your latest and it's based kind of in nashville yes yes we my wife and i lived there um in the late 1970s and of course if we get back there fairly often because we have friends and i will tell you it does not look like it did in the 1970s it's a completely different place it doesn't look like it did in the 90s because my ex-fiance lives there that place has grown tripled just since yes. then yes there was 400 and some thousand people i think in the greater area when we lived there and now it's close to a million so yeah mm-hmm. it's it's really blown up yeah i don't like that myself the traffic is is an off-putting thing for me so i don't want to give away the whole book but obviously when you say woman in the wind somebody somebody went missing somebody went missing yes and my detective my hero jackson gamble is hired by a um newspaper reporter to track down a woman who supposedly has uh, documentation to support a um, an expose that he wants to write about uh, corruption in in state government mm-hmm. and so as well, we he, know it's fiction because that would never happen oh no no, no of course not <laughs> <laughs> of course not and so he you know begins to track him down and uh in the course of that he gets crossways with uh, uh, the local newspaper publisher. I had to make up a, a newspaper name because I didn't want to, you know, didn't want to get into any of that kind of hassle. Yeah, you don't need to go uh, to court over your book, yeah. Right, yeah, you have to be careful. So, yeah. you know, he, he runs into the newspaper publisher who clearly doesn't want this story to go forward. 
which is kind of an odd thing because normally, you know, a newspaper would latch onto a story like that to build circulation. And so if things start to not add up quite correctly. Um, he also enlists the help, or at least he gets a, a fellow who is involved in the music industry to help him with this case a little bit. And that guy winds up coming to a bad end. And so this turns into a little bit of a tangled story that involves the music industry, the newspaper publisher, and eventually organized crime. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's plenty of it there, just so you know. Um, yeah, yeah, there is. Favorite part of Nashville is the Batman building, not going to lie. All right, so, you know, <laughs> this, it, it's kind of, do I dare say it? I mean, the, she kind of gets away with murder, basically. She kind of does. Yeah. I don't yeah. really want to give it all away because I want people to buy the book. Where Where is it available, by the way? Well, okay. Uh, at the present time, it's it's available on, you know, you can order it on Amazon or you can order it through Barnes & Noble. I am doing a book signing at Barnes & Noble in December, December the 16th. It's a Saturday. And they put the books on the shelf for me. So the other two books are available at our Barnes & Noble. They're on a... Uh, kind of a uh, end cap right by where the customer service desk is, and I'm guessing that this one will join it because the last book signing, which we did in March, was very successful. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, you realize it is December, so you said in December, uh, it's like a week away. Well, it's it would be two weeks from this past, the 16th. Yeah, so it's like the older I get, I'm like a roll of toilet paper. The faster it goes, I'm just losing track. Somebody said it's December. I'm like, holy God, help me. I know. It seems like we just opened the pool. Jeez. Anyway, so what was your inspiration for this book? Because each book has to be inspired by something. Yes, and that is a uh, that is a very good question. Um, This all really these mysteries all go back many, many years ago when I was riding a commuter train to work in Chicago. And I had a job that didn't have to come home with me, so I had time to kill on the train in the morning and in the afternoon. And I would check out mysteries at the local library and read them on the train, and it would, you know, give me something to do, because it was about an hour ride. Mm -hmm. And eventually, uh, some of them were pretty good, and some of them not so much, and I thought, geez, I can do better than this. And so that was sort of the, the... the launching point, I guess, for this series. Um, this is now the third book, and there will be three more. My uh, publisher renewed my contract for three more. Um, this one, I, 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 I couldn't tell you that there is a specific thing. I think you just maybe watch enough mysteries and read enough mysteries, and you think, oh, I know how to put this together. Yeah, but you have to develop characters and the whole thing when it's fiction. Like my book, which has been rejected by every publisher, um, is is about myself, so I couldn't get it wrong. But when you're making up people, uh, it's isn't it hard to keep your your thoughts straight and and your timeline straight? I, I had to write a resume, yeah, for my main character because you know the story has to be somewhat consistent from one book to the next, and he mm-hmm. does get older, yeah. And so you know, I have to remember, okay, how long has he been in this business, and how long was he doing what he did before that, and does this all? kind of hang together and what kind of a car does he drive and where does he live and you know there's a lot of things that do go into that so i do have a little bio of him so that i can at least keep his story straight (laughs) it's so true people think writing books is so easy and they're just wrong no they're they're not easy they are not easy no they're not and uh you know i attended this uh, missouri writers guild meeting in um 
in September, we went up to Columbia, Missouri. We had about 50 people, which is more than we expected. And, you know, you get all kinds of presentations from people about how to write a book and how to get a book published. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's just hard work. Mm -hmm. I I wish I could say it's easy and it just pours out. It doesn't. You get lots of no's. Yes. Oh, yeah. The one thing about your character that... I'm just going to tell you, drives me insane is that he chews blackjack gum. That is the most disgusting <laughs> gum on the planet. My brothers tricked me into chewing that once when I was young, and I'm still mad at them. You don't think it tastes like licorice? It does, and that's the problem. Oh, you don't like licorice? No. no. Oh. Take that off your Christmas list. Yeah, please do, and then put it in somebody who is naughty stocking, because they—that's where that should go. But you know, the the book is interesting. It it it's got twists and turns, and it'll. I I hate predictable movies, mysteries. I I I can't stand it when I read the first two or three chapters, and I could probably not read the rest and tell you what it's all about. Your books are not like that, and I appreciate that. Well, thank you for that, because I, I sure read a bunch of them this past year that sort of were. Oh, they drive me insane. People don't even like to go to movies with me, because the first 10 minutes, I'm like, that guy did it. We could leave now. So <laughs> they're like, you're a movie ruiner. I'm like, no, it's just people stink at writing. So, you know, when I find a book that's, that is fiction, I don't normally allow fiction on this show, by the way, Greg. I, really? I only Yeah, I don't allow fiction writers on, because... I feel like if it's it, it 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 needs to be factual and people need to, you know, glean something about our history or a certain individual and their character. But when it's a local author, and you're somebody who's from here who's doing this as a living and you're doing it well, that then I break my own rule. But your books are really good. Well, thank you so much for that. You're welcome. And so, if you want to get a copy, will you sign it for him at the at the Barnes and Noble deal? I mean, oh, that's, I guess that's why I called a book signing. Yes, that's why they call it a book signing. And I, I, I should maybe make it clear, it's Barnes & Noble selling the book. Mm-hmm. So I sit there and I sign them, and then you take them over to the counter and you buy it from them. Yeah, I'd make them buy it first before I signed them, because then they get to say, I don't want that. And then you're sitting there with a book signed to somebody who doesn't want you know, pay the price. Um, yeah, well, That so. happened to me at an author fair here. One person said, geez, I'd really like to buy this book, and so I signed it. And then she goes, oh, I don't have any money. Yeah, stinks being her. And I thought, well, you know, come back when you do. Yeah. And and I'll I'll have this book in my backpack. All right, so it's called Woman in the Wind, and it's a murder mystery. I'm going to go ahead and tell them that. Okay. Um, based out of Nashville, and if you want to uh, read more about it in this series, there are more to come. So make sure you plan on on getting the future books as well. He is um, writing about Jackson Gamble. Can we tell yes. him that? Yes. Okay. And uh, the author is Gregory Stout. So if you want to look him up on Amazon, you can see all the books. Maybe read the other ones leading up to this one and get yourself prepared. But there will be more coming. Greg, there will. good luck in your book signing, and thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, and Merry Christmas to you. You too. Thank you. All righty. Okay, bye-bye.